think Ken's the only man I've ever seen like have an audience for like physical like he's like he's like him and elite at- athletes are the only two that get any kind of audience to do something physical. <laughs> Conor McGregor and Ken Mooney, the two people I want to watch <laughs> do things. <laughs> like a way cheaper pay per view too. It's just you give the fence like a lick of paint and <laughs> Ken all the bodies. <laughs> And because... <laughs> all right, treat. Say enough slurs right now. It'll... Yeah, just get it all out of your context. system. Just say all the racist and homophobic things to get out. Of your give me with a letter, and I'll give you a slur. <laughs> all right, three, two, one. <laughs> For fuck's sake! <laughs> three, two, one, go. Right, you're very welcome to the the third episode of the Council of Lads. Coming to you again from the quarantine bunkers. Nothing has changed. There's been no deaths yesterday. So that's 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 the fundamental change. I'm your host, Ken, joined by my co-host, Darren. Hi, how are you good, man? And my other co-host, Sean. Perfect. <laughs> Sean got cold feet. Oh, my fucking God. I had a piece of chewing gum in my mouth. And it went down my throat. Someone making a phone call. Someone's, Someone's ringing me. Someone is ringing me. My mom went. I was looking for boots online today, and my mom finally looked at the message I sent her about them, and now she's got all excited about fucking these boots. I apologize. <laughs> I'm fucking not fake Python skin. They're actually fucking sick. And uh, but um, every time I go to order them, come it says ten, and then you click in, and then just as you're about to purchase, it says nine and a half. Yeah, it's. <laughs> So I'm so amused as to what to do in this situation. I just keep looking at these fucking shoes. I'm like, I want them. They're kind of fucking me up here. You should send uh, in a picture. Of the shoes. Send in a yeah, picture of them. Myself. Okay, give me like... I'm keeping all this in as well. This is the intro. Watch out, I'm going to buy those boots as well now. He will. You did it with his fucking jacket. Down, Oh yeah, the trench coat. You bought the fucking trench coat. Where you, con- you complimented? Oh, would you fuck? Oh, oh, busy. <laughs> well, I'm doing a podcast with my friends, okay? You just don't get it. <laughs> Tell me, you LFM might listen. <laughs> Mom, you're embarrassing me in front of all the podcast boyors. In front of the 18 listeners that we got last Did we get 18 even? Perfect. And we could write the number of listeners we had. And that's, once you get into writing digits, that's that's when everything goes well. Every woman listening to this, we're going to write. You know, we probably know all of them by name. Yeah. I think I think I, I take that statement back instantly. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fun and games until your mom listens. Yeah. The girlfriends listen there, and that's the big problem. <laughs> uh, they're fake. They're a fake kind of scale. So uh, I was thinking of getting them. I'm thinking. But, uh, I don't know though. Like I feel I'm slowly dipping into like becoming a character of my own personality. I've like slowly begun to like get a step further each time. Like my hair gets a little bit longer. My boots get a little bit more fucking cowboy. I my t-shirts now have like I have I bought a t-shirt yesterday. A picture of Louis Thoreau, but it's in the Jurassic Park style. 
So it, instead of Jurassic Park, it just has Louis Thoreau. <laughs> It's, uh, it's the stupidest thing I've ever bought, but it's also, like, the thing I'm probably the most happy I own, like, including my house. Um, you, you own a house, or your dad owns a house? Do you always call him out, Darren? I don't think either of us own a house. Dad half owns a house. I'll leave it. Right. Yeah. Um, slide what, on into the, what, the, the what DMs the there and hit the real topic. <laughs> What an intro. Um, I suppose... Yeah, do you want to jump, it will jump, jump, in, into your jump into my topic, which is um, recently on uh, various social medias, it's become kind of a a big challenge now for uh, girls to post questions for lads. So they, like, ask lads questions, and then the lads do video their response back. They, they answer the questions. And there there's one here from a, an Irish girl called Neve O'Connor and she uh, she's I think she I has one of the most liked ones yeah she's quite popular on I think TikTok's her main thing but she's also on Twitter and Instagram um and she has like these series of questions I left out some of them because I kind of thought they were a bit some of them are just kind of stupid uh, and I've noticed a general trend with these is that women seem to think men are just disgusting like they just live in filth uh, like there, a lot of them are like, do you, how often do you change your like clothes? And it's like, I don't know. I feel like these are the type of questions you ask when you think someone is just living in an absolute pigsty. So I, I've left out some of the questions that I feel wouldn't be that interesting to talk about because she just has her own gender. Same time though, I feel there is a lot of men out there who like live like that. I think it is not necessarily like the biggest understatement to say there's a lot of lads who live absolute fucking shit it's like ram like you know a lot of guys who almost boast about how long it's been since they've showered that, that's such, that, that, that is something you do here like lads being like oh, I haven't showered in like four days it's like okay I don't see what you're trying to prove there Ryan said it once like I haven't showered in three days and then laughed and you're almost laughing with him and then like halfway through you're like hey, fuck <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah just Shower. Even when you do, hours are like they just they just just wash away sadness. I think if you don't shower for that many days, you just built up like so much fucking sadness. And there's a reason you haven't showered in three days too. And, you know, I don't know. I think lads like I don't. Know, I get it. I get. I get the point though that you were saying that this is kind of like not really that relevant because it would just be it's like, like a select group of lads and yeah, not would, even lads really care about those lads it would just be like one of the questions she asked was how often do you change your socks and it would just be us going every day and then I that wake would wake up a like oh no I leave them on for about two weeks I leave them on until they like get flies what, what do you mean like I don't I don't know they're also like 50 cent like you're not really gonna yeah what lad is not walking around with like a thousand pairs of socks as every human being alive is I, I've got like so many socks that I like I don't think I don't think I've ever washed a pair like I just you know what I mean I just throw them into a basket and then they stay there because I just have like a million more socks because I buy like socks or something too socks or something too that just fucking like when they start smelling like they really start smelling yeah like a fucking awful thing to like worn socks mm. and like I don't know, that you can buy like 50 of them for like a 10. <laughs> like they're so cheap. 
There's no, penny. yeah, there's no reason to buy anything other than like penny socks. Yeah, just a pair of white socks, like, you know, buy a pair of 10, your socks. Yeah, your socks. Your socks are fucking trash, Darren. Don't be fucking black socks or nothing. Unless it's, you're wearing shorts, you can wear white socks, and that's Actually, it. Actually, you're wearing... Me, you know, uh, since uh, I'm gone into more kind of, um, I used to be on about ankle socks, oh. but now I'm kind of gone into, like, little designs in my socks, like, uh... Uh, oh, you know, like a few stripes or whatnot, you know, a few dots here and there. She is, he's living You're actually a Bjordar, and you're actually a woman. <laughs> Every teenage they girl. Well. That is the absolute well. trend. No, Every not. girl I've known from 14 wears ankle socks, and then they become a, like a woman. Like, oh my god, I just love trees on my socks. <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's like that phase women go through where they buy, like, Doc Martens with the rose on them. <laughs> Aaron is like the exact kind of woman he hates. He's like that kind of short-haired lesbian with attitude. Like the exact <laughs> woman he walks around the world despising. They go, they go well with boots and Chelsea boots when you turn up the... Uh, boobs, not head. with fucking proper men. <laughs> you can wear a pair of boots with a pair of... I don't know, just black doesn't look nice with a pair of boots. Like, so, you know, you, you gotta have like, you know, a nice little design. I got a pair, I got like four pairs of like you know, like those winter designs you get on socks, but they, they go well with my brown pair of boots, you know? I think Darren defines, like, why that question is retarded, the fact that he put that much thought into his feet. It should, should uh, like, I, really show women how much we really do care these days. Like, we've become metrosexual. We're just all worried about whether the blue of our shoes goes with the fucking brown of our boots, like. <laughs> Listen, you clearly have never seen... Queer eye for a straight guy, okay? Couldn't recommend it highly enough. Okay. <laughs> this has been a... <laughs> that was a fucking experience intro. Um, <laughs> okay. What are, the, what are the questions did he ask you? Did he ask again? Okay. The, the first question is... Alright. Um... Aaron got a call from his mom. <laughs> Are you gay? <laughs> Darren and now I'm after, I'm after buying you a new pair of socks. Uh, they've got a little design on They've got a little design. They, they say juicy. <laughs> um, do boys ever look at other boys and think they're hot? That's the first question. Percent. Listen, there's nothing wrong. With <laughs> <laughs> admiring a man in his matching socks. What kind of a fucking podcast is this? This is an anti... No, uh, um, this isn't a podcast. This is just actually, an intermission, inter- intervention to you, Darren. <laughs> just become a... This is an outing channel now. We're just going to become a... Once a week, we're going oh to follow around a man for a year and then unveil him on the internet as a queer. <laughs> oh my God, am I the man? Yes. Uh, for now, later on tonight, we'll see what... <laughs> this yeah, time um, next year, you might not be. Yeah. Um, so yeah. What was that question again? Oh yeah, but no, hundred percent. Yeah, guys always walk. Like I've uh, so many like men you walk around seeing, and like I don't know if like, you walk around saying like like fucking that's a hot man, but like, you can definitely be like rock. Uh, there's almost like an aggr- like fuck that guy, that guy for being better looking. That's kind of like the emotion you get. <laughs> I, I think I'm I get anyway. It. Yeah, I I feel it's it's. it's it might not be in the same way that girls do, but it is definitely like a, that's a good, you know, your man, he's keeping well for himself. And guys kind of, 
I think with guys it's more like, oh, I can inspire to do this. You know what I mean? You see a guy who's like jacked and like wears really nice clothes, and you're like, okay, I, this is something that I w- I would w- I would like to be him. You know what I mean? I think yeah. I, I, want to like, <laughs> I would like to be in him. I think that's what you meant to say. <laughs> Darren, I think too. Like when you're when you're walking around and like you see, you kind of judge. I think couples all the time. Like you look at a guy and a girl and be like way too good for her like she's she's way too good for him i think to be able to do that like you need to be able to judge him obviously we go into way more detail in terms of like females but um i think there's a definite like just a, a like a yes no switch in our head of like no uh or, or like no a complete fucking fucking oh just 100 i think it's like anything over five or like i can see it anything below five or kind of like fucking loser yeah for women, we definitely have like a ten point scale. It's like we like we have like seven point twos in there. Like, you know, <laughs> we know every single element of for every girl exactly false. Yeah, it's it's a different type of attraction. It's not it's not so much attraction. It's more just appreciation with guys. It's you know yeah. you know you can look after someone's style and all that stuff. Like you know you can acknowledge the thing too. Like effort. we we if you're, if you're like just like a fucking like an attractive man. Guys don't really give a fuck in the same way, like, girls kind of follow, like, attractive women, but, like, have a look at, like, fucking, there's some, like, really attractive men who are fucking, like, also badasses, you know, and then you get, like, fucking a legend, you know, you look at someone like fucking the guy who fought on a McGregor there in January, like, Cowboy Cerrone, you're looking at him, like, that guy's a fucking, le-. like, he's doing fucking backflips on his water ski before he goes out and fights, like, just cool, cool dude rocking his, like, fucking python jacket in the the press conference, but he's also like, he, he kind of gets to a point where like, that guy's just class, you know, and that, I think men do get that emotion too. Yeah. What do you think, Darren? Well, the thing about Cowboy Cerrone though, he was a, he's a, <laughs> he's, he's a, what, didn't he lose like, his last six fights, like, so instead of doing uh, flips and water skis, he should have probably been doing a bit more practice, no? He also has the most wins in the UFC ever. He has Ooh. the most wins, he, he, yeah, he does. He does have the most wins, but I think he should have retired like seven fights ago. He, he did, like didn't he like lose his last fight like last week again? Yeah, but he really won that fight. That that was like he was robbed. He fucking he won. Every, he won at least two of those rounds, and then the fucking judges gave it to Pettis. Pettis like even Pettis was like, "What the fuck?" Nobody gave that yeah, to yeah. him. Except, I reckon that the judges, because the judges were talking a lot more about Cowboy, how he was coming off the loss and how he didn't look so sharp. They reckon because there was no audience, the, the judges could hear the commentators, and they were like, yeah, he doesn't look sharp. And they were kind of like pulling off of that, but they didn't even really count the fact that he had hit way more, like his significant strikes were way higher. He had way more control. Like, you know, they just, well, I don't know. And they, like, even if you look back at that, he's only, he's lost four in a row, I think. But even at that, like, before that, like, the, just in October of last, like, he fights, like, every three months. And before that, he won. Like, he's just... Yeah. A bit of a bad run now, but like even at that, like he's. I think he got a deal after McGregor that he got two hundred grand to fight McGregor, but then he gets two hundred grand every single fight after that, the next six fights. So regardless, he's gonna be banking. He's just a cool dude, you know. Remember someone who like doesn't really yeah. try to protect himself. Remember when you said no, he's that, right. um, uh, that when you find a guy attractive, you almost go fuck that guy. I think we just seen mm-hmm. that being evidenced in Darren. Yeah. <laughs> he lost six fights anyway. Who the fuck is he? Fucking nobody. 
Oh, you way better looking. No, I, I do. Darren would I appreciate do like that backflippy shit. Like he's he's more interested in what kind of socks this cowboy walks into the press of it. Would you wear socks? I don't know, man. He might have had like fucking some designs in the socks. Like you don't know. You you should email him. You should tweet him. No. You should tweet him, right? Yeah. You should do a sock a channel, man. You should really like. We should give you a sock section. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a little snippet at the end of the show where you can talk about the sock of the week. <laughs> I could do that. Oh, that's a that's an option for me. Well, we'll think about it, yeah. Uh, we'll stick with nine eleven. <laughs> yeah. Tease for the day for the for other ones out. that they have. Can. Do you turn your underpants inside out instead of washing it? Is that a thing that you do? Oh, unless you're camping, that's retarded. Unless you're like actually like, if you're out in the wilderness and like you need to do that, that's a manly feeling. Like when you're fucking like, yeah, fuck it, I'm gonna keep going. If you're at home and you're doing that, you are just a fucking dirtbag. You're just it's fucking just ridiculous. a degenerate. Like it's just. Like, can, no... can I ask that? Do people actually answer these questions? Yeah, yeah. The, there was there's a bunch of um, videos of guys like so answering the question, and a lot, a lot of them are like, "No, we don't." And then like, uh, fair enough. Yeah, I couldn't. I, I there's so many fucking handicap lads though who would go around and almost rel- like revel in the fact that. I do it, you know, it's just, you know, there's like, I think guys have this, like, great thing where the one thing that they're good at, or even that they, like, stand out, the hopes that it, like, gets some, some female attention, even if that thing is being disgusting. Yeah. I think some guys think being dirty is, like, masculine. Mm. They see it as, like, I think some guys think being, like, unhygienic is masculine. You know, they kind of think, like... Yeah. Well, if I don't change my underpants, I'm really cool. But the thing is, it's, only, it's, like, it's like what you said. It's only masculine when it's like you know you're out in the wilderness and you've no other option. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not masculine. I think too, like, you just you just switch out your underpants while you're playing COD Warzone, like kind of equate like not caring about your appearance to like that's what men are. But I think I think like if you're trimming your eyebrows and you're a man, you're probably a little bit gay. But if you're fucking like you're making sure you don't have a unibrow, then you're just being re- reasonable. You know, there's a certain degree to which yeah. like, manscaping or whatever is okay. I think that's a, a level to which, like, even some guys won't even step that far. And at that point, just a moron. You just haven't have no ability to like do any point of view other than the oh yeah, oorah, I don't do nothing with myself. That kind of I, I remember idea. when I was in like first year of secondary school. It was like considered a big gay to trim your balls, and now like it's a fairly normal thing to like shave your balls. Dangerous off. thing though. It's a fucking risky maneuver, but uh, man, that's yeah. one thing that I think like hairdressers should bring in. It should be like a, a straight razor shave and then a ball <laughs> clip, and it could be like an okay. option to get it safely done. It's just um, not on. I think that like they expect us to be able like like you're fucking. Time you start like needing them to be kind of in shape, you're you're only just discovered like shaving, then you're fucking barely able to like fucking get your lip done without fucking cutting. Then you're expected to go there. It's just no go, man. And you, and your dad won't teach you how to shave your balls, but <laughs> um, yeah, you, them off first time, no problems. You, you see what I'm saying? Where like there's a perception, and there's a bunch more like that. I left the other ones out. But there's a bunch like that where it's just like, 
it's kind of a weird perception I think she had of, of men being like just disgusting. Versus, like, you know, where we like. It's just... not me, by the way. There's someone drilling next to me. Okay. <laughs> was not, I did not your man just drilling into your house to ask you about <laughs> boots. House has a tendency to like whenever you need it to be quiet, it just suddenly decides like no, this is work time. Mm. <laughs> That's all. But, uh, is there any like kind of things on like on in an attraction like or like men in oh, yeah. relations? Is there any yeah, those the, kind the, of questions? The, like the rest of them are like that basically. Um, like uh, what kind of things do they have for like guys in relationship kind of things? <clears throat> Uh, would you rather see... <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I don't know if you said me and Sean or me and Jen there. <laughs> I, I thought you meant I thought, I thought you said me and Sean, but as in like you and Darren in a relationship together. Oh, uh, it was me and Sean. Oh, well, if you want to. It was me and Sean. Oh then. <laughs> okay, and, um... Some people have a foot fetish. Darren has a sock fetish. Sean, it's not rape if you keep the socks on. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's no. That's way. my motto. <laughs> You're mortal. Motto. <laughs> Are you like mixed up motto no, and motto? <laughs> do you know the motto cross that motto. they do? <laughs> they my cross. Motto. They're just barren and nothing but socks. That is motto. motto. Boys, is this video gonna get monetized? No fucking way, man. You get paid in solely socks. <laughs> I reckon we should like reach out to like MeUndies and like fucking get their like sock branch. MeUndies and um, Manscaped for your ball trimming. Oh, is that fucking? Oh, actually, yeah, Lytle's doing one next week. I'm thinking of putting in a ball trim. It's um, it's a it's a dangerous time for me. I think too. I don't think I've like oh, I've never had so much money. I don't. think <laughs> <laughs> it's swimming in it. Like I've been getting paid for the last two months, and there's nothing to buy. So like I'm just kind of, but I'm on a point now where like I'm only gonna get paid for another two months. Then I'm probably gonna be like fucking unemployed for six months. Like it's hard when you like look at it and you're like, I'll trimmer. I have a bit of money, but I I put... get that. So <laughs> you have all this stuff that like, and then you like in three months' time, I I won't be able to buy like chicken, and I'm like. <laughs> That's the thing. I have like, the like literally the cleanest shit balls in town. <laughs> um, right. Uh, would you be mad if your girlfriend <laughs> posted revealing pics on Instagram? Yes. Um, Darren immediately straight in. I well, don't know. It, it depends. If my girlfriend was a porn star. <laughs> if she was a porn star then yeah she can post a weird fix but uh, other than that no I'm the only one who's allowed to post the, the nude photos on Instagram in that relationship in this relationship what well, if she's a model thing like if you go to a beach and then post a picture of you guys or like herself at the beach and she's in a bikini whatever like if she's at home She's like taking pics in a bikini and putting them literally straight onto onto Instagram. It's to a point of like you know, don't give a fuck about like anything to do with this. You just literally want that fucking like. 
want all these fucking random lads to be like, mm, yes. Yeah, if, if every not. if like every post she has is like you know, her in revealing clothing. Um, that's I think that's what they more mean, like rather than just like she went to the beach with her friends and posted a picture. Yeah, if she's like that, then she's just she doesn't give a fuck. It's also too, if she's like that and she's going to be getting a lot of attention, and that's clearly what she wants. Like, and that's like in in fairness, that's not even like lads being a prick. That's just if a girl wants that much attention, there's no way one man can ever satisfy her. So the fuck are you doing getting into that? Like, you're just going to become a man trying to fucking give a woman the need of five and, and not work out, so avoid that shit. And then, is that your take, Darren, as well? Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, what about your, what, what would you say, Ken? Yeah, I don't know. single, he wants that shit posted. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm on the same boat as ET, really. If, you know, it's um, I don't know. Red flag. It's a red flag. The question is though, right? If it's her job, what if she's like a fashion model? Is, is that a scenario? Yeah, if it's your job, whatever. Yeah. You're getting paid. If you're getting like if you're getting bread, nothing I would ever tell you know about. So what if? So what if she has an OnlyFans? She's still bringing in money. Would you be Would you be pissed off about it? Like? Well, that's the next question. Yeah, because that's not a job. That's just a fucking... That's just a Ooh, fucking... hot take there. It's not yeah. a job. Yeah. That, that... No, no, like, I would, I would consider, like, a fucking porn actress to have more validity than these people. Like, they're just fucking nobodies who just fucking take pics. Like, who gives a fuck? It's like, if you're, like, if you're in your room, like, it's not even a job you do in your pajamas. You don't even wear them. Like, it's fucking a job you do with nothing. Not a mm. job, you know. At least, at least, fucking porn actors like drive to the set. Like that's fucking that's a bit. Yeah, I, I would say. Yeah. That that that's a very big topic we could get into as well, because there's a lot of there's a lot of people on every side that say like it is you know it is a job. It's not a job. It's good. It's bad. It's up. It's down. Um. It's like I like I do some gardening sometimes on the side to like for some old woman and get like whatever like whatever many hours I'm there I get a certain amount of money and this I don't consider it a job I just consider like getting some extra cash but what if that's it's exactly what I think OnlyFans is it's just like a major source of extra cash even if you're getting more than your actual job or you don't have an actual job it's just a side it's a side gig it's a gig economy like you know it's it's, it's just yeah like you said it's just a gig like it's just something you do and it doesn't require a huge amount of effort I know like they have to keep fit and all that but also there's a lot of guys who would buy only fans from girls who aren't in tip top shape like it's yeah kind of, girls who are like more willing to meet their requests are probably the ones they want which is and that are cheaper you know mm. you're not gonna make 20 dollars a month for someone you could I don't even know there was a fucking pricing scale imagine how fucking bad that would be if you up with your boyfriend you're like fuck it I'm gonna go out there into only fans and then like you're getting 15 bucks a pick <laughs> <laughs> you just instantly crawl back to him it's odd that yeah, that that was the next question anyway. Would you go out with a girl that didn't OnlyFans? And I think all of us are in agreement that that's a no. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. I, I like. I have like. I have. On Ken. Not Ken. Your Darren. Darren. If um, like I said again, like if if it, if she was um, what way could I put it? Do you know Lana Rhodes? No. 
This is a crazy audio from my eyes. <laughs> she's a she's a porn star. Fairly popular too. She's probably one of the biggest ones on online, like you know. But uh, she recently Ew. got a boyfriend. Huh? Ooh, all I heard there was just porn star online. <laughs> L- uh, really? Lana Rhodes. You've really exposed but, uh, yourself on this podcast, Aaron. I'd probably go with her, like you know. Picture there. <laughs> but would you go out with her, or would you just ride her, like? Like that's a difference, like. Ah. Could you picture her, like a difference, isn't there? Lying in bed with her, watching Netflix. And then she. Dara not know there was a difference before. <laughs> Fuck. Like, what have I gotten myself into? Could you commit to someone that posts like pictures of themselves naked for money? Like. Uh, realistically, I couldn't. I suppose not. I mean, some guys could. Being knowing like so many men would have that over you is like just so tr- like, kind of almost like a sense of pride when you're with your woman, and then to like, oh, you know, even the way like fucking. Like fucking RJ is it the guy who like rode Kim before uh, AJ the fact that like you don't want like you know having like obviously I don't think Kim is like you know a one wasn't really like let's go with Rage I'm sure she had a lot of miles before no she was but, um, but um it's still point like when like you don't want oh, so many men to have that over you you know I think having a couple is it's almost it's 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 almost probably better in the sense that it can make you a little bit better a person in the sense that like don't feel like the the possession element of like a relationship kind of eases off a bit. You're kind of like like I don't really like I I don't need to feel this in control because I'll never get there and it's probably more mature of me to say fuck it I'll, I'll leave it at like seventy percent. I think if you know like. A dozen guys, like some random guy down the street one day when you're walking with your girl, you be like, I fucking, I jerked it to her, you're a bit like, no, nah, fuck that, like. Mm. And some guys hold it in a different way, though, where, like, they'll say, like, well, you jerked it, but I wrote her, like, you know what I mean? That's where guys, that's the guys who date these girls, that's where they take it. You know, like, oh, everyone wishes they could be with her, but I am, you know. Um, mm, the same time, too, though, it's fair point, to be fair, like, it is kind of a thing of, like, there's a massive difference between, like, watching horse riding and actually doing it, like, but it, it gets to a point of, you know, and so many people know what that horse is doing, or what's going on beneath that horse, or what's going on beneath that, that dress, you know, it's kind of at a point of, like, how, how, like, I don't know, maybe there's, like, an element of excitement that, like, when you first see a fucking, like, uh, your girl's fucking tits or something, you're a bit like, fucking, I know what's going on down here now, but if you know, like, 700 other guys know what's going on underneath that, it's a bit, like, a little bit less, you know? Yeah, I, I would say, like, it's just, some guys can do it, but I, I couldn't. I don't have the... You need a massive sense of almost, like, over overconfidence. Like, you need to be almost, like, point where, like... Why, why would she give a fuck about these guys? I'm fucking class. You almost need to be at that level to deal with that. I think some girls, especially, like, girls who would probably be on OnlyFans are, like, so damaged. They almost need that kind of a guy in their life that they need, like, someone to kind of, like, they have, like, no sense of security, so they need someone to kind of be there and be like, no, this is this is what's it. Guys like that can handle it, but I think normal guys are just a bit like, hey, fuck that. True. True. I... I, I... That's really all you can really exhaust on that, really, unless you want to dive into the 
I think we should see some of these girls. (laughs) (laughs) I think we should interview OnlyFans. We should get some girls on, and we should have a debate. I I would love to do that, actually. I would love to get an OnlyFans. It wouldn't wouldn't be that hard to to find one on OnlyFans, anyway. No, there's a the, that would be the sweetest request she ever got. Hey, would you want to come on to my podcast and debate me? <laughs> yeah, get the I, first guy not to ask me to shit into a sandwich. <laughs> you know, we we can look into maybe doing an OnlyFans interview. Um, we could do that. We could, it's it's possible. We could definitely do that. Mm-hmm. Is there any more than ten bucks to fuck right off? Um. Look. I want her to do it while nude. I think that's the request. Yeah, that's the request. She has to be completely <laughs> naked. Obviously, no? Yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, the next that's question... Point we get, like, the biggest Louisiana black woman ever. <laughs> woman so large yeah. that, like, her webcam can't fit her. Like, we, 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 can, we can get an OnlyFans model, but we'll get, like, the most budget one. That's, like, 250 a request. <laughs> You know, <laughs> we'll down in Eurotime, but just give us the fucking link. <laughs> She's doing the podcast from a crack house, like, you know. Just... <laughs> she doesn't even own clothes to do the podcast in. Instead of uh, her mom calling her, it's her pimp, and in the background you just hear gunshots. You know, that's 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 the type of interview. Okay, it hit my boob job, I'm okay, let's keep going. It's just silicone pouring out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the next question is, uh, is smoking a turn-off? Didn't um, hear that. Is smoking a turn-off if a girl smokes? Girls? Mm. Um, I think it's a turn-on in the moment, but a turn-off in a relationship. What do you say I would then? say the same thing. I, I would say, uh, you know, in the moment, I suppose, yeah, it can, it can be quite a You know, it looks cool and whatnot, but I think... Uh, if you get into like a long-term kind of relationship, then it can kind of you know because um the, the smell of cigarettes is disgusting. Like you know when you're sober, the the smell of cigarettes off someone's breath is you know it's not very nice. Like so, mm. uh, for me, I'd say it's probably a turn off for me anyway. I think yeah, I wouldn't. And vaping too, I fucking hate uh, vaping. Is almost as worse because it's just the smell of uh, uh, juicy fruits in your face every fucking minute. Like it's just it's it's fair annoying. Like you know. You get more juicy fruits in your face if you play nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think uh, in the moment it can be kind of nice because you're looking at a girl in the smoking area and she's like puffing away. It could almost be like, yeah, that girl's a bit of she's a bit kind of like a in the moment kind of girl, very a big risk taker kind of thing. I bet I could like fuck it. I bet I could get her home. Then if you're like thinking about like fucking really settling down with a girl, I think it's like you don't really you kind of want someone who like extenuates the best parts of you and I don't think someone who's like spending like their fucking 200 euro from the McDonald's job every week to buy a pack of fucking rollies is really the kind of girl that you, you're really looking to like build build a future with but that's just it's just me I uh I would take a more I would take a more neutral stance on this I don't really care it's it's not something that turns me on or off I don't have um I don't have any sort of like preference so, kind of a boring. What about answer. cocaine? Oh jeez! No, I like. Should I like? If Do you know what porn, porn cocaine on, on pussy is meant to be like crazy? That's all I know. For her, or for you. 
No, I don't know. Uh, I just heard something's meant to go. Something's meant to happen. I don't really know. It'd be kind of a little. It's just like you just fucking. Um, it just goes surprise and just shoots confetti. <laughs> and this play eight ball just appears out of her. <laughs> yeah. I I, I don't uh, know what. That's another one. Uh. Is it cheating if your girlfriend kisses another girl? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, well, okay. You, you can probably <laughs> do something. Like, Darren's getting Darren's so Darren. No, but like, let's let's talk about this for now because you see a lot of girls when they when they when they're pissed drunk, just they just start kissing kissing each other. They're not bisexual. They're not lesbian. It's just because they're fucking flat out drunk, like you know. For the, I I, I would piss, say, like, I, you know? I would debate that now. I would say they are bisexual. I I've never kissed a man when drunk. Like I've had lots of I've had lots of um uh, friends who were in my who were in my friends before, like and they were, you know, they just. And nights out, they would just start kissing each other. Well, I'm, ta- I'm, I'm talking about shifting. I know for a fact. I think that's what. Yeah, you shifting. Mean. Yeah, but I know. For, I know. Yeah, shifting, and I know for a fact that they're not bisexual or they're not a lesbian. You know. Well, I I would argue if you. They're shifting, then they're definitely. Yeah, I, I would are. say if a girl shifts another girl, she's definitely bisexual. Like, the same way as you, if you shift another it's lad, a, you're bisexual. A friendly peck, and then there's like this is this is a fucking sexual experience. Like, there's, yeah, you know, there's no real middle ground there. There's no like if you suddenly still friendly. You know, just two bros shifting because they're not gay. Like, I don't definitely like lads. Definitely do fucking. You see it all. Even even though, like in the kiss cam and like fucking basketball games, always lads fucking they, like they fucking kiss each other when they're manly. It's just I'll yeah, do it too. But I think. It's an issue you brought up too, been like, hey, look, when we go out, uh, you kiss your friends and that pisses me off. I don't want to see it anymore. And then he does it again. I think that's a fucking. I think too, it's not really. You know, a lot of guys are like, oh, it's way too controlling. I can't do that. It's like, no, fucking, if you don't like it, fucking say it. Like, fucking, be, be, have the strength to be a fucking. Yeah, there, there's a fucking controlling. Create a relationship you're fond of, you know? Yeah, there's controlling, and then there's also, like, th- this is kind of an attitude you get a lot online where it's like oh if a guy says anything to a girl she's not allowed to do anything then that's controlling but i think our relationship is a give and take you know what i mean <laughs> the same way a girl yeah. can say oh i don't like when you do this the guy should respect that and not do it and vice versa yeah and there reaches a point where it does hit controlling but like i would say like saying hey don't kiss other people is i don't think that's controlling no i think it's actually healthy i think because if, if you say it too it's kind of out there, and if, but if you leave it alone and you let it build up, then one day you might just fucking flip, and then it'll all come out. But if you just if it happens like once or twice, and like that was kind of annoying, I'll just say it there. Then it's it's kind of like it's like you know, taking the pressure out of the fucking valve. Like it just it'll ooze out over a bit of time. It won't explode. Hmm. I fucking I I don't really like it to be honest. Never really I maybe like in my last relationship of a thing, but like I've never really experienced it that much. Kind of a thing too, like I think every like most girls when you say it too, they they they're kind of like fucking almost a little bit turned on. You said it, they're almost a bit like, mm. and that man really owns me. Not in a, not like a kind of like a property kind of way, but in a like you know, the same way like when a guy gets pushed onto the bed once, he kind of like it's it's like kind of like almost like a 
sexy way to give up your fucking your 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 individuality, I guess, you know? It's almost like fuck mm. that was kinda hot. My experience. <laughs> so, so is it cheating? Uh it's not this I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't call it, look, it depends. It depends on... How many girls like, is Dan Yeah. It's, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no it's never... He got really defensive on no. this topic. <laughs> no, no, not at all. It's just like... No, no, not one big time. It hasn't... It hasn't... Oh, man, it actually, like, the hole is you know? getting, like, it went from feet to fucking yards, so I don't even know what's bigger. Dara's going to end up in China. No, I'm just, not... This. I'm just, I'm just saying. Has Dan kissed a girl? No, no, she hasn't. Well, to, to my experience, <laughs> she hasn't. Like, she... <laughs> my experience. No, I, I just. Look, <laughs> I've, I've, I've been on like nights out more. You, you see, girls. It depends on, on the. Uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a proper shift. It's like you know a proper ongoing shift that just goes on all night and they're grabbing each other and whatever. Yeah, of course <laughs> it's fucking cheating, but like I mean like. I mean, like, five, a five-second little kiss, like, you know? With tongue. They use their tongue, like, does, is that... Is yeah. That, like, I, even if it's for five seconds, I think that's... I think that's pushing a, yeah. a line. I think you've crossed the line when tongue's involved. I think she's doing it, too, like, to push... I think, like, some sometimes, like, girls will do it, too, where I find sometimes... Almost do something a bit crazy. Like, they'll fucking... They'll act out in a way. Just to test you, and if you say, "Hey, shut the fuck up," you know, and you're just like, "That's fucking ridiculous!" Like, stop being, stop being like that. Don't get mad. They're almost like, "Yeah, sorry, actually, that was like," that. but they don't even know they're doing it. It's just they like to throw like little curveballs at you every now and again. I think that's the same way where they'll do that and just see what, like, see if they can walk all over you. See if you'll let them, and then they'll fucking start treating you like shit, and they'll do nothing about it, and you've you didn't fucking take any of the warning signs on the build up. I, I wonder if women have that experience with men. I wonder if women like think that no. of men that men yeah. throw curveballs at them. Ah. Well, yeah, probably, like you know. Yeah, probably. I think I definitely think like even I've I've done it personally. Like, but I, I think it's same with men. Where we don't even know we're doing it. We just you know one day you just feel in a certain way and like you just kind of like I know you're almost kind of like hey like I don't know do this like fucking doing that or you say something ridiculous and then you get called out and, it is, and they do, you, after you do get called out and you're a bit like hey yeah looks definitely been called out and like I was actually a bit too fair mm. yeah yeah shit in my sandwich and then she says no if I could think of it I just can't think of an example on my head one time I have a small example where one time like I saw like one of my one of the girls wearing like a jumper that was clearly a man's and I was like you didn't wear another man's jumper. She's like, it's my brother's. The fuck up, retard. You know, in that moment, you're a bit like, okay, yeah. You know, it's a bit like, maybe the moment it was kind of like, should have probably put that together. And maybe it was a fair question, but I think the way I said it in the way of like, what the fuck are you doing? That way it was kind of a bitch. Mm. It like, yeah, I, I probably could have used like a bit of a backhand. Probably misremembering that situation, but something to that extent, you know. Yeah, I think relationships are give and take, you know, and if you push a boundary, it's okay for the other person to go, hey, you pushed a boundary, and for you to respect that. And there reaches a point, obviously, where it is controlling, and that's when boundaries are too short, or if there's too many of them, but I don't think... It's a controlling request to you. 
Well, the next question is a controlling one, I think. Uh, is it okay to check your girlfriend's I phone? I, can, mm. I, I would say no. Uh, uh, well, um... He's got very strong opinions on these. Aaron Sorkin would be very, like, wishy-washy now on 9-11, but he's going to be fucking dead set on these kind of... Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but... No, it just it depends on the situation again. Like, um, if you, well, in what way? Like, what? Like, look at her fucking Facebook messages look or what? Messages, like, I would like, assume. Go Not like check the time uh, on her phone. Like, I mean, I, I mean, going through her. Phone, <laughs> no, but I mean, like, some, looking at her messages. I would like, looking at her phone. Yeah, I think there should be a freedom in a relationship that, like, say I want to pick up, like, um. Anne's phone and just go through Facebook just because I'm like some days like just one day like where I was in the car and she left her phone I didn't have mine I almost I almost just do it on Instagram I just grab a phone and start going I think you should almost should be nothing damning on it enough that like you can't just do like normal things if there is if you're that protective of your phone there's definitely something going on I think yeah. you go onto a phone and start like scrolling through messages find something till I hurt you. It's at a point where, like, you know, you're going to find something eventually, probably. It's, like, from fucking ten years ago or something, and then you're going to start fucking saying, hey, what the fuck about this? Are you going to feel bad and you have no outlet for it? And suddenly you're fucking, you're in an argument that none of you should have been in, you know? Yeah, I, I think it's kind of psycho to request the phone, though. If you're like, show me your messages. I feel like that's insane. Not, that, that's a girl. That's a bit out of hand. Yeah, on both sides, both genders, that's insanity, like... I think men sneak it. Men men don't make the request. They're kind of like, they wait till like, the girl's gone. They like start flicking through it. But girls are kind of like, let me see it now. And, you know, they kind of like you, make you wait for the moment. Sean, hmm? did, did you did uh, in your experience, like, did you ever uh, read Leanne's messages? I've never done it to Leanne, but I did it to one of the I've done it to a, a past one. That was, uh, was the, why did you do it? Did you suspect her of, like, doing something, or did you... What, what was the whole reasoning behind it? And what happened was, I was over at her house one day, and I was kind of lounging around, and then I saw, like, her phone had a message, but, like, maybe, like, 20... Like, we were obviously chatting, so 20 minutes later, I looked down at her phone again. I saw that the message was from her ex's best friend, so I was kind of, like, curious, and I was just a bit like, what the fuck's going on here? And then I... One day she left, and I went into the message, and I read it, and it was like, something like, oh... I heard you moved on. You know, it was just essentially the guy, like, making, like, asking, like, questions in the stead of his friend about what was going on between me and the girl. And then, um, then, like, you almost start fucking going more than, and you go a little bit deeper. Like, you know, I almost went out of those messages. And then you go down, and you're, like, fucking half looking for, like, is there any more like this? And it just gets you into a fucking, like, the, the honest thing I should have done was just been, like, hey, look, I saw this message. Um, you know, that's the story. And then, but I think that's something, again, that, so, like, I think first relationships never work out because, you, like, I, I think I needed that mistake in order to kind of learn that lesson, you know? Mm. Yeah. yeah. It, I think it's so, just, if if you're requesting access, like, you're like, oh, give me your phone password, that's kind of like a sign of, like, I don't know, it's a breach of privacy. Insecurity. Man. Yeah. Big insecurity thing. If you, I think, are you and say, hey, I saw this, what the fuck's going on here? But if you kind of in a way of, like, uh, 
Yes, like, hey, look, I, you know, what's the story here? Like, almost in a, in a kind of, like, genuinely giving them a, a, their their due day in, in court, you know, what, what's going on here? If you're, like, looking at them and you're like, what the fuck? It's a bit like, hey, look, just fuck off. Yeah. Mm. You're, just, you're looking to be upset. Like, you're looking to looking for the world to be perfect and not a whole. All right. Do you want to do a few more? Um, scroll through them faster. Me and Darren can play a game and you can scroll through and find some. Uh, I, I have more like here on the on my list. I was just wondering if you feel like we've exo- we've gone on too long. Um, give us I, one more, sure. sure we'll see. I'll give you one more. Okay. Um, a good one. A good one, though. Yeah. Right. How about you do this, Ken? How about you have two in mind? And Darren will play a game, and if I win, you take the first option you see, and if he's, uh, Darren wins, you take the second option. Okay. Perfect. Darren, we'll do a we'll do a. Over the over voice, rock, paper, scissors, and Ken can be the judge. Okay. Okay. And count us down from three, and then we say rock, paper, scissors, okay? Okay. Three, two, one. Scissors. Paper. Oh, shit, okay. You waited, like, a <laughs> whole beat. There was, like, <laughs> those drum solos that have been in less time than that. Let's go. Uh, right, so Sean won. Okay, I'll take the default, the DQ win. <laughs> uh, which is more important, looks or personality? That's kind of... For a girl or for, like, in... For who? For a girl, when you're looking for a woman. Looks. Looks. It's 100% looks, or is it, like, 50-50? No, it's, like, 95-5. 95% looks. And, like, <laughs> when you're looking, when you when you're... I think like when you're looking is like when you're looking around and you're like, what a like, well, never I mean, even going to get past the phase well, of finding out what her personality is like if what, you don't what, like the what look it, of her. That's true, but I I guess I mean more in terms of like, could you go out with someone that's good looking but has a shit personality, or like a no. mediocre one, someone you find boring? I think like in the start looks are really important, but then if you're looking to build like a, something solid. Obviously, you have to get on. Like that's you know. A thousand, thousand people in the world that like fucking ride no bother, and that's why one night stands are so popular. But like fucking to actually spend like years together, that's hard enough to do. Like, mm. what do you think, Darren? Yeah, I, I, I'd actually, I'd agree with Sean. I think uh, looks are fairly important at the start, at the start anyway. But then, of course, uh, the more you go into a relationship, it's more about you know the bond you build with someone and have a good time with him and get along well like you know but uh, I think I think initially yeah looks are fairly important you know so too though like the more you see someone in terms of like a girlfriend the more attractive you begin to find them because at the start you're almost like yeah she's pretty cute but then like two years later like this is the most beautiful girl ever and it's almost like you don't even realise it happening but it's that that's this is my that queen. point like at that point like you, you know no one fucking pays attention to looks it becomes Fucking yeah, no. just well, you, you just you're so good. you're so committed at that. You're gonna fuck, and that comes about because she's also being sandal. Fucking what I've um, what what type of personality would like drive you demented? Like what's worse, someone being a bitch, or someone being like completely boring, or like I don't know. What 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 would turn you off per, in personality? I think somebody puts. Too little effort in or too much effort in. I think there's a sweet spot for effort. Like, you know, they keep they 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 put effort in to keep it up with you, but they're not like always trying to find out what you're doing. 
or they're never trying to find out what you're, you know, that kind of like that sweet spot is the golden spot for I think every guy where Patrice O'Neill, that famous line where I just want to be alone, but not by themselves. And I think girl who satisfies that itch is perfect. Hmm. So when well, he's like not going over and she's like, what's going on in this game? Like, what what is that rule? What is this rule? And, you know, them will just sit there and be, you know, be like, oh, yeah, you know, they'll like mildly chat or they'll be like, oh, do you want something from the fridge? I'm, you know, just someone who's there and just kind of lets you know that you you have someone with you doesn't stupidly try like engage you in every detail of your life i i think uh you kind of hit the nail on the head there do you know um do you know when you like talk to a girl and you like you're talking about like let's say ufc or something and you know she doesn't give a fuck but she's listening anyway that's a kind of special bond mm. i think where it's like you know they obviously yeah, don't care I think... but they just let you rant anyway Here's a point too though if you know you're just ranting with a girl on like a night out, you know you're just talking shit and she stays around, you almost begin to think, What's wrong with this girl? Like what like I there's almost a thing like when if you're not if you're not on form, like there's sometimes when you're making like a girl laugh and all that and then and you're like, Okay, I'm doing well here but if you know you're being a little bit retarded and you're really pushing the bounds of like what someone will listen to and she still stays around, you're kinda like Girl, this girl's a bit desperate. I find it. Well, on a night out, but I mean, like, if you're with a girl for a while, you know what I mean? Like, you're just, oh, just, cool. yeah, no, I misunderstood you, sorry. Yeah, if you're, just chilling at the, if you're just chilling at the house and you're just, like, watching UFC and you're, like, explaining it to her, even though she doesn't care. Yeah, yesterday I was talking to Leanne, I was trying to explain the Diaz brothers to her, and she clearly had, like, like one... I think the most important thing, she had no understanding of why I liked them so much. <laughs> why, why I like grabbing the mic after tapping out Conor McGregor and saying, I'm not surprised, motherfucker, is like my favorite thing that ever happened in the history of the earth. She still listened and had like a really good, you know, like like actually like paid attention and actually respond back to it and laughed in like the times when I thought laughter was appropriate. It wasn't just <laughs> phoning it in, you know? Mm. And then vice versa just... as well, like. You know exactly that you listen to her, her bullshit. <laughs> and I swear to God, there's only like certain times when women like reveal women's secrets, and that's the only time men ever pay any attention. <laughs> They're out talking about their interests. You're like, ah, that's that's nice at all. <laughs> that's lovely. Isn't that lovely? <laughs> I like to paint, do you? Know, old Jesus. <laughs> you do listen a lot more when there's a bit of drama going on, like don't you? Bruce O'Neill again to bring him up. He's still a great line where he's like, "Women can't tell stories." And he was kind of his whole point was like, "My girl, tell me a story. I ask her to tell me the end first. So if she come out and she say like, what's the end of the story? Sarah bought a dress. Like I don't want to hear it. But if she come out and say Sarah got shot, he's like, give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great kind of approach for his. <laughs> True though. No, yeah, the, the bit of drama always spices things up a bit. Like. I think men are like innately better storytellers, and I think partly because story helps your chances of getting a woman, woman, women, which uh, helps your chances in the in like the breeding process. Like guys who are better storytellers have kind of been the ones to pass their genes on through the ages. But I I think um, also men have a requirement in like this life right now to be able to like hold attention because if you can't. You're just gonna go on a night out and start like you know rambling about like 
six nine, but not even know what's interesting about six nine, and then you're gonna fucking just lose all attention. Uh, uh, yeah, and guys too will give they let you know if you're being retired. Another thing is, I think lads are better at picking out like what is, what what information is needed in a story. I find like a lot of the time when girls attend stories, they're they're telling you every single bit leading up to the story, and I don't care. That that's not necessary. Find a, Find a lot of girls too that tell stories like like children and never evolved out of that child like 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 then this happened and then this happened and then this happened where like you know guys have a you know I think even the last day I was hanging out with some some of my friends and I was trying to tell a story about um uh, I can't even remember but I remember I made a mistake in the story where I told like a detail that wasn't necessary I could see two of the lads switch off completely the second I said it and the other one made a joke out of what I said and I was just a bit like it was my fault you know or like if if girls if a girls had both switched off and another one made fun of her that would become like Jan would come home to Dan and be like you know what fucking Kelly did this week that bitch fucking she made fun of me halfway through a fucking story you know <laughs> girls like they just don't have the skin we have mm. that's true I think uh, guys rip on each other more than girls do and from obviously I don't you know I'm not hanging out with groups of girls all the time but I feel like there it is. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Darren tell us let us know your secrets <laughs> oh, they must talk a lot about socks I'd say I, sp- I spent two months in confinement with like just girls like and uh, Jesus Christ it takes you can tell time. guys too who like spend a lot of time around girls and I'm not saying this to Darren because Darren didn't grow up around women all the time um, someone like I have a friend Matthew who grew up in a house with one brother sisters, and it's almost like his his ability to tell stories was diluted by all that estrogen in the house. He can tell a story kind of well from, but he doesn't have like he doesn't necessarily know the beats that that uh make it good, you know. Mm. I think the more women you surround yourself with, the less talented you get at storytelling. <laughs> but uh, um. Fucking, yeah, I think that's why like, a lot of comedians, too, are men. Not because men are necessarily, like, funnier people, but uh, men have more of a capacity to, like, like fucking, they know more of, like, yeah, that, that was my fault. I, you know, they get ribbed on more, so they kind of learn faster and what's actually funny. They're not just kind of dealing with a lot of fake shit. Hmm. Right, I think. Is there any more, or do you want to move on? And there is more, but I, I don't. We've done this topic for like a little over an hour now, so I don't know. Oh how. wow! Yeah. Can uh, we can probably pick it up again another day anyway. I'm sure we can. Yeah, it's it's always yeah, interesting well, and it's something we can talk about for a while. It's also like an ever developing topic where it's got like every week there'll be like another question. There might be one too that's really like starts trending one day if someone asks like a really on point one. Yeah, something that gets but, um, going. Slide into my own topic now. My topic is essentially this is like a topic that's kind of really um began to I guess become like an issue in my life in the kind of recent weeks where um my girlfriend is having a birthday in a little over a month. I have to begin the online process of buying gifts, and a lot of things came into my decisions on what to buy and especially how much to spend. I kind of settled on a price, but it was based off, like, how long we'd been together, what the event was, 
how much she spent on me. And I think it's kind of a one of those questions that every man will answer differently. And I think it's kind of an interesting kind of what what is you guys' numbers and do you think like different events events quantify different numbers and all this kind of stuff? That's that's kind of the gist of my my debate is uh you know how much is the most you've ever spent on gender? Um, uh, probably 100 euro, I'd say. That tends to be the number, I think. 100 euro is like the kind of number guys tend to cling to, I find. That's like the number I've seen come up a lot. I think, too, 100 euro is like birthday gift. I think Christmas gifts, they can be a lot less expensive. Um, the problem with me is one birthday is, is essentially two days after Christmas. And... Say it again? Bands, is it? Yeah, it's two days after Christmas, so I kind of, like, buy her a birthday present with the, uh, you know, I kind of, it's kind of like an all-in-one uh, for me, like, you know. So that's, that's very um, much a handy yoke. I know a guy who's uh, been going out with a girl for years, and every time her birthday rolls around, he breaks up with her, so he doesn't have to buy her anything. It <laughs> tends to be a thing, too, where, like, it's almost more manly, like, you almost feel more of a man to be like, yeah, I didn't get her shit, or I didn't spend that much. It's almost like, yeah, I am the gift kind of thing, like. But um, how do you feel about it, Ken? I mean, it depends on the length of time. I think a year into a relationship, the money matters more, ironically, because you're kind of softly into it. Whereas like, if you've been going out for like seven years, I feel like the expectation of grandiosity for a gift is, is lowered, I think. Um, yeah, that's actually a good point because I think a lot of people go the other way where they think the more time I spend with her, the less like that the money counts um, more. But I think I think the same time too. If you spend seven years with someone, you kind of get to a point too where like it doesn't even need to be an expensive gift; it needs to be a thoughtful gift. Yeah, I uh, think when you start off, expensive gifts are almost thoughtful. You know, if you um, if you if you live with someone as well, chances are you buy her things anyway. You know I mean, you, you're just buying her, like, oh, you go get cheaper food and you buy her something as well, you know what I mean? So I feel I'm like... I'm sure even, like, I I do it all the time with Leanne, I think Darren is always the same, we're like, you're out, like, you know, you buy food one day, and then, you know, so, like, even today, um, like, I, I saw a book for Leanne, I bought it for there, it was, like, fucking five euro on Amazon, you, like, it's just these small things where you're constantly doing it, but as you go on, those things increase, because you probably... Yeah, or all that kind of shit as you mm. I think if you're worrying about the price of the gift, you're probably like, you know, you're early into the relationship. Like you happen to, the longer you go out, the more, the less price matters. Um, yeah. So I, I, I don't. Does. No, I. For example, uh, this so like, uh, <laughs> jumping in, I'm just gonna cut you off there, Ken. I borrowed uh, all I for one voucher, five euro, <laughs> done. <laughs> No, no, I was just, just, just going to say that. Like, yeah. Euro giant bundle. <laughs> Euro giant shampoo. No, fucking lovely smell after I bet. I, 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 I got this lovely uh, TCP shampoo hair gel. The uh, whole shebang. Thought I bought her toothpaste, but it was just fucking denture cream for fucks. <laughs> I, I, I bought her a year's worth of birth control, and <laughs> I forgot to take it myself though, for fucks sake. <laughs> I was gonna say, like for example, uh, this Christmas, like she bought me um, uh, 
Like, it was literally a, a, a box. Just a box? No, it was like, because she knew I was coming to Paris for six months. Like, so she bought me a box with, like, uh, all the uh, things that I would need for moving into my new apartment. So she bought me, like, shampoos, you know, uh, a That's toothbrush. Awful, yeah. uh, paste, deodorant, uh, perfu- uh, perfume, you know, like, uh, Zara perfume or some shit. Uh, chocolate, a shitload of chocolate. Yeah, I got her, so then this Christmas I got her bath bombs, I got her a hot water bottle, I got her socks, and I got her um, a Calvin Klein t-shirt. But I was, I kind of went out this year, like, I kind of went all out this year. I really wanted to, uh... Yeah, you live with her for six months. <laughs> 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 yeah, really you couldn't just get her a Woody's DIY voucher, like, you know. You couldn't just sit back in Cork and ride it out if she was upset. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't do it, no. But I, yeah, I, I, I appreciated that person. What she got me was fucking great, like you know. And again, for my uh, for my twenty first, for, for my twenty first, it was kind of like a similar situation. I got a well, she did buy me a Tommy Hilfiger T-shirt, which was nice, but also a big box of fucking like every kind of chocolate that I liked, you know. So I, you know, I I really appreciated it. To be honest. Yeah, I think um, like my mom got me one of those boxmen, and they are so handy. You know, like you get them, and you're like, oh, nice soaps, and then. Oh, one day you're in the shower and you fucking run out of shampoo and you're like, I got six more in a box somewhere in the house. And you just, like, you, it's like a freedom, you know? Because it, it's the worst thing where, when you have to go out and do the shopping yourself for a bunch of shampoos and whatnot. When you have them in a huge box, it's, it's so, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's handy, like. So, like, you don't even realize how much that shit costs, too. Like, I bought fucking, bought mouthwash wash today and it was like 450, you know? And then suddenly, you have a, like, that box could be like 100 euros worth and you wouldn't even know, you know? Oh, exactly. Wouldn't even know, like, no. And uh, no, it comes in. I still have, I still have loads of stuff left over, like, you know. I still have all my. Oh my, yeah. Uh, I didn't, didn't even live in. Didn't really live there all that long because you moved out for the fucking because of this COVID shit. Exactly. You know. So I still have them. As far as it's, it's, it's a good present to give, like. So I don't know if you're thinking along the lines of Leanne, like maybe she's into stuff like that. No, like a care package. I yeah uh, no I I think I'll just. Wait for a good after long, you know. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Give her an old tactical nuke. Um, <laughs> I think too, as Ken was gonna say about the, the money matters, is I think you start off too. You're not exactly sure what. Like you might have given, like say now at this stage, I've gone through two kind of Thanksgiving holidays with Leanne, and. Um, you know, it's it's at a point where like I don't really know exactly what like I know what she likes in, in life, but I don't necessarily know what she likes as gifts. So to make sure like she's happy, I'll almost spend like extra money to get like something that's a bit better quality. Because I'm not sure if the thought is actually right, you know. <clears throat> I think um you know I I, I just think you, you I think too, like birthday is the one where you re- it is really all about them, so you do have to like that extra level of thought into that extra bit of cash behind like, but I think like if you're doing it for like I like did you did you give gifts on Valentine's Day Darren? Uh, my gift this Valentine's Day was uh, was you guys oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> I forgot about it yeah, my yeah. gift was the same with you <laughs> it, it was yeah it, it was. <laughs> we we wife swapped and didn't even know <laughs> Exactly, you know? Yeah, I um, know, yeah, fucking mad. I, forgot, I completely forgot that that was a Valentine's Day thing. I know, my fucking gift was. Hey, yeah. Darren's in Paris, and my gift was a. My gift to Leanne was a trip. 
Vince Gift was was coming to Paris. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think it, it was perfect. I think Valentine's anniversaries they're more like event days where you spend money on like going out for a meal or you spend money on like doing something together to celebrate the day. But I think like the object and the kind of those kind of days are like well, birthdays, and I think that's kind of a thing of like every. What do you think about the hundred euro number? Do you think it's too high, or do you think it's kind of like? Seems that's the number I follow anyway. So do you think it kind of hits that button? I think it's good. Yeah, I think especially like for, like you said, yeah, I can and I, I agree with Ken. It was like you know, kind of the one year kind of first kind of time buying presents. Yeah, why not? Hundred euro aim for that. Like it doesn't. Like I'm sure she doesn't care too much about the price tag anyway, does she? Oh no, she does. She's, she told him oh, she break up Christ, with him man. if it's it's below 150. It's all. Be honest, <laughs> Probably like fucking two grand in debt. To it. it was funny. Like the first month I was going out with Leanne, I like I didn't have a huge amount of money, but I was always like I'd always like buy her like the food when we were out. Then like maybe like two months in, I got really comfortable, and I was like, I got no money, and you fucking got loads of money. You're gonna start buying everything. <laughs> and then like every meal became on her. Like true up until like I started at my co-op and I started getting money. Like every night out, like drinks would just appear in my hand and I had no idea how they got there. Like, it was just like, Leanne was just financing me, so I'm probably like a huge amount in debt there. Now that I have like a bit of money built up, I feel, and like even, gift to me was like, she got me like a load of gifts, but it probably added up to like 120 euro, you know, so I feel like if they get you, kind of should balance that out. Mm. You think it's important to do an event on birthdays too, Like, like bring her out for a meal, or do you think shit matters I, I think events I think I, I think events are nice like they just kind of add to the whole special moment like don't they yeah make it memorable Darren and your attitude but um what Ken <laughs> said to me once and I, I've actually it's kind of stuck with me like throughout uh, at all is that he doesn't do cards no mm-hmm. I, I don't do them either myself you don't give cards on events or like is there any event you'll give a card on never Ever. Uh, I, never I, thought really said on a, I thought you said birthday. I, m- I might on a birthday, but I generally don't. You like receiving cards, like the Jen or whoever gives you a card. No, and I've never gotten one. I've never, <clears throat> I've never gotten one. Maybe just, just from, from my parents, really. They give me cards, but I'm not really big into buying them cards. Like, you know, because usually, I mean, honestly, let's be, let's be frank here, that the fact that you only like cards because there's money inside of it, you know, and you're not going to give your parents a card with money inside of it because it's kind of weird, like, you know? I think so, like, sometimes, like, I, I personally find the odd time when you get a card, like, there's a really nice statement in it. It can't, it, like, it's, it's it's a little, like, fucking queer eye, but it, it does feel nice sometimes, you know? When you're on your birthday and you open yeah. a card that has, like, a little note that's kind of like, no, hey, look, these, these past couple of months have been class or whatever, and it's just, like, you kind of feel nice, you know? But, um... I think especially if it's, if it's unprompted, if it's kind of like, you know, she just shows up with a card. But, uh, I was, I don't know, I feel it's very much a, a, a kind of individual, I think every relationship is internal, is an individual, individual event. But, uh, I think in the most part, like, I think cards are nice. 100 euro is the milestone. And I think, once you still get into ride, up the cash. Which which event matters more? Birthdays, Christmas, uh, Valentine's Day, or anniversaries? Oh, shit. Anniversaries are the biggest, I think, because if you forget that, you're fucked. Mm. 
It's yeah, awesome. Do. But, uh, right, then again, it's quite at Christmas. <laughs> her Valentine's Day is hard to forget too because like her family or someone else will like Inform Facebook you. or something will let you know. Mm. Like you can forget anniversaries. Like they are. I know if I saw a friend of mine sending and his girlfriend. I know they went out in July because I was in the house the day they started going out. And but they both forgot what day it was, so they decided to celebrate on her birthday in November. <laughs> That's practical. <laughs> It's practical, but I guess it's kind of like anniversaries are meant to be their own. Yeah, special thing. Kind of like they're, they're like like you get two Valentine's years and then you get two birthdays a year. You know, you get the mm. Christmas and birthday, and then you get Valentine's anniversary. But they kind of equated into twenty percent in the same way Darren gets the Christmas and just um, Jan's birthday line up. So he only has one thing to kind of celebrate. It's it's definitely good yeah. for your pocket. With anniversaries, I think I'd be instead of with anniversaries, I, I'd be happy to just go out to a restaurant for an anniversary. You know? In terms of cash, how much would like do you want to rank the, the the four events in terms of how much you're willing to spend birthday, anniversary? Yeah, definitely. I think uh, um, start, and I'll say if I agree. Yeah, the uh, I'd say for me, I'd say birthday. Mm-hmm. Birthday, Christmas, or Christmas and birthday, uh, Valentine's, or um, uh, anniversary, Valentine's Day, that's what I would do. Because I think for the birthday and Christmas, you know, you, you just get them a, you know, a, a nice gift. And, you know, in my situation, like I said, if they fall around the same time, so it's one time for me. Uh, anniversary, I think it could be a bit, of, you know, take them to a nice restaurant or whatever. So, you know, you, in my case, you know, so you, you're probably going to pay for the meal. You're not going to go halves, like, on, on the anniversary. That's a pure scummy. And then Valentine's Day, it, it, it was never a huge thing for me, like, with, with Jen, uh, with Valentine's Day. So, yeah, I wouldn't, I, I've never spent too much money on Valentine's Day, I think. Yeah. What I think you? birthday is the one day when, like, that's obviously the most expensive because it's a day when you have to spend a lot on the gifts and then usually have to do something, too, like, you, you buy them food or something. So it becomes, like, exactly. the two things together become the most expensive. But on Christmas, because it's Christmas, you're obviously not going out for a meal, so the Present, the only cost. Present, yeah. Then you go into like Valentine's Day, and it's really only the meal. You don't really get get flowers, but you're not getting like, you no, know, too much of a present. But I would say it would be like an anniversary. You can't. I think anniversary it can be expensive. It depends on how what you make it. Like I know uh, a couple uh, that we know, um, Emmett and Kira, often would just stay at uh, like their kind of anniversary thing is to take get out food. I bought a drink and hang out, you know? And that's, um, then I know other couples who would, you know, like, and then I remember Ryan, my my other friend, he used to go out with a girl, Cleona, and he'd be buying, like, Pandora necklaces and bringing her out to, to Thai food, you know? I think it's, like, I think anniversaries can be very high, but I think they're definitely the wild card. I think it would be birthday... Birthday, Christmas, Valentine's, and then anniversary can go anywhere on that list, depending on what you do. What would you personally... What about you, Ken? Me, personally, I'd probably spend the most on the anniversary, because... If you could. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, Ken. I was cruel, and I actually take that back. I'm sorry. Uh, Darren got um... me into that attitude, and it was a a prick attitude. Darren's fault. I, 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 I... this is, this is a smoke. This is a fair smoke podcast. 
I'd say because Ben's married to the show. That's the... <laughs> can I get my fucking point out? Uh, <laughs> I think uh, since anniversary is the only holiday unique to the relationship, like Christmas, it's twenty fifth December always. Her birthday is always a set date. Um, Valentine's Day is always whenever the fuck it is, February fourteenth, and February fourteenth. Yeah. Whereas the anniversary is something unique to the relationship. So I'd say it's probably the one that I would splurge the most on. Then probably birthday, then Christmas, then Valentine's. Do you buy a gift for the anniversary, though, Ken? I would, yeah. Then, like, would you get her, like, a, like, jewelry, or would you get her kind of, like, a thoughtful gift, like, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, one of those kind of retarded things, like when someone buys, like, their girlfriend, like, a star constellation. <laughs> I wouldn't do that now. I think that's stupid. But I would get more thoughtful and then the meal and then, like, you know, I'd do, like, a, maybe, like, bring her to somewhere nice. You know what I mean? Like, you know, uh, the aquarium or some shit like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just I, rose petals laid out in the carpet. <laughs> I, I, could, I couldn't think of anywhere to bring a girl, like, but... Um, oh, it's fucking awful, man. It's, like, everywhere that's really nice to bring a girl, they, like, they, they know it's, like, yeah. something... This is a cliche, but like if you like, there's these place up in um up in Fermanagh, and they're called Star Pods. Essentially, like they're really kitted out little fuck. They're basically just balls of plastic that are located on an island. Yeah, so you can look up at the night sky in them. They have like literally a bed, a bathroom, and an espresso machine. Three hundred euro a night to sleep in them. It's only because every fucking dude is like that. Like that, like it's just guys love easy cop outs, like thoughtful ideas. They'd be like, "Fuck it, she likes stars. I'll go there." And then they just decided, "Yeah, because guys have no fucking ability to like plan anything. We're just gonna charge three hundred euro. This dude's gonna be last minute panicking, and he'll just fucking throw whatever he can just to get it done with." Yeah. Uh, what would you? What? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you were like, "Oh, you had no interest, or you were learning something, and there was like there was something going on." There. <laughs> And looking up how much Russian brides cost. Um, <laughs> to watch Louis Theroux's fucking tie bride one, man. No, but I will. Um, there. <laughs> yeah, so um, we we've settled anyway. Tenor, pennies outer for every event. Bit of sex. Bit of sex, yeah. But only like half hours. It. I'm not do. I'm on bottom. No, no, I'm not making no. any effort. You don't get the ride. Don't get the ride on your anniversary. You leaving her? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a debate for another day. <laughs> uh, All right, let's. Uh, it's, we need a drum roll, or we need some sort of like, like fucking. This is same thing, bow. Right. We'll, we'll get into it. Actually, I, I, I was looking for it on, on Reddit, and I think it got taken down. I think it got taken down. I think it fell like the towers. I think, no, because uh, I searched all over. I had it the other day, like, you know, and uh, I think it got... But the people in the comments were being very... Um, they were being very supportive. You know, they were in a, they were engaging in a serious debate, like, you know, so I don't know why it would get reported, but then I saw... An article about Reddit the other day where Reddit literally take down anything that that seems to spark concern. So maybe that's why you know. But, like, uh, if, like they, they just probably follow your account there, and just, that's all you click into. So they just look in to see. Aaron <laughs> Heffernan clicked in. It's probably controversial. Take it down. 
Exactly, yeah. Should, should we get into it anyway, yeah? Yeah, go on, man. Alright, <laughs> Won't get too much. So basically, I um I was on Reddit the other day and I found uh I follow um a subreddit known as Unpopular Opinion, and uh, I find it very interesting, rather intriguing. So um I came across one title the other day. It was literally titled "9 11 wasn't that bad." So I was like, okay, well this seems interesting. So uh, well, most people are saying that with a straight face after all this. <laughs> <laughs> this is the hardest so, left turn in podcasting history. It is. It is. So I said, okay, you know, why not give it a, give it a read? You know, I, I'm in for. You know, I I'm, I like to. Uh, you know, I said I give, I give it a chance. Like so, I read it, and uh, the guy was. Uh, first of all, nine eleven wasn't that bad. It's quite concerning to see that. But then I read into it, and the guy was very. Um, you know, he he couldn't he couldn't express enough how much. Uh, you know. How much that he wasn't, and he's not anti-American. Uh, you know, he thought 9/11 was a serious tragedy, but he, apparently he was like, you know, a history, a history kind of guy. You know, he follows political events, and he was saying that 9/11 uh, is kind of exaggerated on a global scale. Maybe not as much in America, because of course that's, it's, uh, you know, you've, we've never had anything like that in America before. But on a global scale, the guy was basically saying that. Uh, the the Americans have exaggerated it so much that he, there's so much patriot, uh, there's there's so much, uh, how would you say it, like, you know, even today they're still talking about it, saying, you know, 9-11, 9-11 terrorists, and maybe people have kind of, uh, maybe they're making too much out of it nowadays, when you consider the fact that American foreign policy since 9-11 has taken the lives of, of about 400,000 people, Considering, uh, in you know, it's kind of it's much higher when you contrast that to the three thousand people that died in uh, on in nine eleven, you know, and even before that, when uh, well, for, first of all, you know, make what do you think about before we start? Say it again. Mate, can I just have one suggestion before we start? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And can the the thumbnail for this podcast? You know, the left turn that um the second plane that hit the the tower took to hit it. Mm-hmm. A massive left bank. That'd be the thumbnail for the podcast of just your talk, and then have the tower be nine eleven. So that's my only request. And you can just keep going. Um, yeah, we can. We could do that. But yeah, um, it, this would have been easier if I had my if I had it in front of my computer. I'm trying to remember everything the guy was talking about. But basically, um, yeah. So first of all, he he he, he was saying himself that he's not anti-American. He thinks 9/11 was a. Of course, you it was, don't need to keep it saying was fucking, that, man. I know, I know, but you know, it, it just sounds bad to say that 9/11 wasn't that bad because it was. It was a fucking tragedy. It was. It was. Uh, it was catastrophic, like you know. But um, on a global scale, maybe it's exaggerated a little. I mean, everybody knows about 9/11, you know. Uh, when you think of American foreign policy, uh, you know, they've they're they've been bombing hospitals, blowing up countries, whatnot, uh, invading Iraq, invading Afghanistan. Like I said, I think over 400,000 people have died since 9-11. Uh, what would you say, like, do they, have they exaggerated it or what, you know? See, here's the problem I have with this, is that, why is it an either-or? There's this weird thing that a lot of people do where it's like, 9-11 was this, and the aftermath was worse, so therefore 9-11 wasn't that bad. Why can't we just say 9-11 was bad, and the aftermath was also bad? Why? Why do we have to be like well? Nine eleven wasn't that bad, because think of all the Iraqis that died. 
Why can't we just go, yeah, the Iraqis shouldn't have died and 9-11 shouldn't have happened? Why does it have to be an either-or? Oh, exactly. No, I was thinking the same thing. But maybe 9-11 was bad, of course, but the aftermath was worse, did you say? Uh, I think, yeah, I mean, there's a podcast. Kind of like... I'm going to plug another podcast. There's a podcast on iTunes called Blowback. Oh, free ads, Ken. Called Blowback, <laughs> which is a... They do a week-by-week summary of the Iraq War. And, um, like, George Bush is a war criminal. Like, he's he's a monster. And I think... No one's Obama and all. They're all... Exactly. Like, everyone every every U.S. president is, is terrible. I'm just saying, like, George Bush, because he was president during 9-11. Started, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Except um, for Barack Obama. He was good. No, he was a war criminal, man. <laughs> uh, racist. Fucking yeah. racist, Ken. Like, they were... I can't say that. <laughs> Nearly happened again, boys. I'm just gonna call this episode Sean's a prick. Um, <laughs> the, there's Darren did it twice and got no repercussion other than a mild ha ha. <laughs> um, um, you leave me out of your problems. The Iraq War is obviously terrible, and it's. But I don't think 9-11 is... I don't think 9-11 is exaggerated. Like, 3,000 people died in one of the the worst terrorist attacks in, in Western... Um, in the Western world. And that's... I don't think there's any exaggerating that, like... But... 9-11 is just so... Sorry, Ken. I, just, I cut off there. I thought you, st- I thought you stopped, but then you... Uh, back, so I apologize. Uh, the after... Like, obviously, the, 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 the American response to 9-11 was completely... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, is that over exaggerated? Yeah, something like that. It, it it was too, it was too hasty, you know. Like they brought in the Patriot Act, and then they brought in, you know, they they declared a state of emergency and they declared Iraq the you know the enemy of the also people. invaded countries where like these hijackers didn't even come out of. Yeah, they were found in Pakistan, like, but they invaded Saudi Iraq. Arabia. Like eight of them were from Saudi Arabia, and they didn't mention it. And we had the weapons of mass destruction, which obviously which was which was just false, like which is a lie. And we had all these things um, from nine eleven that uh, were uncalled for. So, like, was America's response to nine eleven uncalled for? Yes, but I also don't think that negates the fact that nine eleven was a tragedy. Like, yeah, I think nine eleven is like. Excuse the phrasing here, but it's almost like a really sexy event where, like, every single happening around it is, like, so, like, a thousand conspiracy theories on who did it and what happened on the day, and everyone's seen the footage a thousand times, and it's, like, one of those things that's just been so ingrained in our minds that I guess it's, it's, um, it's kind of reached these levels, but to say that it was, you know, as Ken was saying, I guess, like, saying... you, You get these kind of, um, uh... You know, you get you know America. They're very, they're very, uh, they're very nationalistic. You know, so you get these kind of uh, U.S. citizens who, you know, they kind of, you know, nine eleven worst thing ever. But then, if you mentioned one thing about, if you mentioned one fact about, okay, well, yes, nine eleven was bad, but your army has also taken out four hundred thousand people after. They would not fucking hear it, like you know. Well, their argument would be that those people are the enemy. But the thing is, is that like there were schools and hospitals bombed in Iraq. And, like, villages wiped out. Uh, You have to realize it was the first time America had ever been attacked on its own soil in its history. Apart from, like, 
No, eighteen hundreds. Like it was a, it was an event that never. Power Harbor wasn't even. It was in Hawaii. Like you know. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, like it's not on the mainland. Like it's not. It's the first on mainland America, I guess. In fucking cuck me like that there. Fucking show me up on air. Fucking again. It, it, it was the oh. first time America had been attacked on its own soil in like two hundred years, I think. So like. Since the British burned down the White House, I think, which was yeah. what, like just after the Revolutionary War. Um, I, I, yeah, they were resp- also like they did. They were like if you can read the art, you can read about like the prelude, like in the nine, you know, in the late nineties, America wanted to go to war with Iraq anyway. Ever since Saddam came into power, it did. Um, the America it never is. liked Saddam, and uh, what year did he come into power? Like ninety-seven, I think, maybe before. Like, no, 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 no. It was like nineteen seventy-nine. No, was it? I, 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 I heard it, but no. maybe I'm getting it confused. Maybe I'm, I'm a little politically. I'm not as politically literate as I like to be, but I thought the Americans liked him for a few years, and then he began to kind of not necessarily go he, like, he kept oil prices low and all that and then he was like no nah, fuck it I'm going to do my own thing and that's when they were like fuck this guy what happened as far as I'm was aware was he nationalized he the oil he invaded Kuwait he invaded yeah, Kuwait he invaded Kuwait was a fuck up and he nationalized the oil industry in Iraq which wasn't he involved in the 100 days war too he was like he, yeah Saddam was, Israel is so close to America yeah uh, uh, and he kicked American companies out of Iraq and that was the big mm. thing that set it off, was that he nationalized their oil and made it a, a thing. And uh, you can actually see American propaganda from the 80s and 90s, which paints Saddam as, like, in bed with the Soviet Union, because he was a quote-unquote communist, was their idea, even though Saddam hated the Soviets. Like, there, there's... It did, yeah. There's a painting of, of Saddam as being communist for nationalizing the oil industry, because communism was the the number one enemy of America in that time period. Um... So the Americans want, had they wanted to invade Iraq, like they had every plan to, and now they've just been handed this thing on a silver platter. Wasn't even done by Iraqis, like it wasn't. It was in no way organized by. Well, as far as we're aware, it was no in no way endorsed or organized by Saddam, but they wanted it to invade Iraq anyway, and they or were given some subtle them. like fucking conspiracy messages in this. Yeah, I mean like. So. <laughs> Like I, I, I don't like the whole inside job stuff. Who knows? And we'll never know. And I, it's not something I'm going to delve into. If we assume, yes, it was, you know, Bin Laden, the Taliban. They're not the Taliban. Aren't from fucking Iraq. They're Afghanistani. Um, Afghan, not Afghanistani. That's and, a, that's a and, Scottism and, there. And they were, um, they were also Pakistani, you know? Pakistani as well, yeah. Like, most of them Saudi Arabian, though. Most of them were Saudi. Like, they didn't train there, obviously, but they were nationally. But the, the Taliban itself, the organization, comes from yeah. Af- Afghanistan. And it was the fact that it was the fact that Afghanistan, uh, the Taliban, uh, they provided safe safe haven for it, for for the Al Qaeda. But uh, I watched the documentary about it before, uh, following the uh, invasion of Afghanistan, and. You know the way, like, uh, Osama bin Laden didn't get killed until, like, 2012, you know, it was during the time of Obama. Uh, apparently, um, <laughs> what, uh, Obama there. Yeah, you know, I fucking love Obama, oh. you know, cause I'm not a racist, I'm not a racist oh. like Ken, but, um, <laughs> no, but basically, 
Bush invaded Afghanistan, right? Made a, made a pure mess of the place, and established pi- uh, pipelines, and then just kind of said, well, you know, I don't know where the guy is, but now we've got our pipelines running through Afghanistan, so that's it. So basically, you know, what are they really looking at? What they, it kind of makes you think, like, what are they going after uh, Bin Laden when they invaded Afghanistan, or what are they just going after the oil again, like, you know? And I heard kind of, a- I heard a big thing about that World War Two was that like it was unconventional in the fact that in every war up in like even World War Two it was like it was kind of secure this town and this little it was like it was always was secure places to 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 take. In this war, they had no like the, there was no set positions of the Taliban, so there was no real taking of any areas, but they would always make sure they secured oil fields. And uh, you know, it kind of came to a it was like a point where like they. Like, the, the mission almost became, like, oh, if we secure this oil field, we're hurting the Taliban, but, like, you might actually not even engage, like, you might just run into, like, a few patrols, but, but they weren't really, like, engaging the enemy in terms of, like, trying to take some small German town and, as they did in World War Two because that town had an important supply chain. You know, it wasn't like that level. It was very much just a, a war for... It, um, you can see the, the WikiLeaks documents from that time period i think they were released in 2008 i think maybe before that um and you can see that catching bin laden was not all their top priority the their top priority was was to topple the uh, afghanistan state and the iraq state and set up a, a american friendly regime which is what they did in vietnam and uh iraq afghanistan afghanistan what they tried in vietnam they tried in Vietnam and they established South Vietnam and obviously South Vietnam collapsed. But yeah. um, it was the same in it was the same in South America, uh, South Korea. They they installed yeah. uh, a dictator who you know. Yeah, South Korea was an American funded state. Even like I, a, a successful version is um, West Germany. Like West Germany was uh, an American satellite state essentially um, until it's uh, they rejoined in when well. the late eighties. Pardon? Yeah. It did well. What? It did well, yeah. West and Germany did well. That's what I'm saying. It's an example of a of a successful one. And and that's America's MO since World War Two is they don't want to take over anywhere. They want to create puppet states, satellite states. That um It was also all promote. done to stop communism from spreading because all those mm. countries have in common that they were beginning to turn communism and America didn't want yeah. communist model taking off anywhere. They thought the domino effect if one country takes it on then siphon through uh, a thousand countries so just get out of them and then keep that way and that was the Marshall Plan where they pumped money and the second biggest recipient of, of Marshall Aid was Ireland even though we weren't in World War 2 um, we were fighting the dirty Brits though because we were dirt poor and the Americans figured that if we if a poor country continued to be poor they would turn communist and <laughs> who knows I mean that's possible the communism was getting a foothold here and we see in places like Vietnam Laos, Cambodia, where they where they were dirt poor, um, communism. Yeah, did even change. England was like incredibly red, the yeah. kind of like the early 1900s. Yeah, labor obviously had their big success in the 1920s. Um, and not that labor was outwardly communist, but they were far more left wing than America was comfortable with. Um, and, and even Saddam was you know he was the whole nationalizing oil fields was was a big thing but then they didn't like that it was 
they didn't like nationalization. You can see that in the South America as well. It's, it's, considered, it's considered communism, like, you know? Yeah, in South America with the Contras in, you know, Guatemala and Bolivia. Um, you know, everyone, uh, you know, you look into the Iran-Contra scandal where, you know, they were funding these fascist paramilitaries to um, to overthrow the, the socialist government. It was the same in Chile when when Pinochet took over. He was backed by a leashman could say Chile that way. Chile. <laughs> it was like you've never even left like like grey skies and you tried to say a foreign name. <laughs> when that country when that skinny country when Pinochet took over. Banana country where they fucking grow that. Exactly. I go into Casco there and I'm seeing chili bananas. Um, um, I uh, I actually think next week I might do my topic on a on like a list of different ways they tried to kill Castro. I might do kind of like a oh, little bit of like a so interesting bro moment on like a little bit of like a like kind of a lad thing. I'm like I don't I'm not gonna do anything on his politics. I I think leave that to the side. But I think we we should definitely discuss. I believe in his in a 40 year time frame. There's 635 different known attempts on his life. Did you so um, I'm Did you see the invasion of Venezuela they tried? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that, yeah, with like there was like ten Navy SEALs or something. No, there was like two Navy SEALs and like the rest were like uh they trained like a local um rebel group, no? It was this company called Silver Corp. Um it was California, no? It was yeah, it was based on California. It was two green berets from Canada. Yeah, that's the one. They uh, they basically went down to Venezuela uh, to start a coup, but they tweeted at Donald Trump before they left, going to start a coup in Venezuela, Donald Trump in Israel. <laughs> and fishermen saw them coming in and were like, these guys are clearly not Venezuelan. They're like as white as snow. And so they, um, they, they like held them up with their own guns and they arrested, they arrested them. And one guy pissed himself. And because of the way he was on a hill, the piss rolled into his face. Yeah, he pissed himself. Then they put him down on the ground, and then his piss rolled into his face. And they've all been arrested and are held indefinitely in, in Venezuelan prison. It's just, it reminds me of, like, the Bay of Pigs. It's it, a huge failure again. Like, And Donald Trump was like, ah, no, we had nothing to do with it. I don't, he didn't have any, he did had anything not, to He do definitely with had nothing to do with it. Like, it was just, it was just these... He was just this idiot, like, he wanted to... Massa, it's a major, like, fucking... It's a crazy world we live in, and the fact that, like, president is getting tweeted about, like, you know, it's kind of like, this kind of events are, like, being directly tweeted. Like, it's kind of, like, almost realizes them even more than they, they already are by how ridiculous they are. You know, the best coups are tweeted about beforehand. Hmm? The best coups are tweeted about beforehand. <laughs> You're not a real coup. Even, like, ISIS have Twitter accounts. Like, you know, it's living in an age when, like, it's just, like, you know, an app that was built solely so you could tell people what Starbucks you drank that day is now, like, a major influence on world politics. <laughs> like, people, like, some of the most, uh, like, feared upon moments are when, like, someone floods the Taliban's Twitter account with porn and <laughs> just, like, what kind of a world are we living in that's actually fully... Like, are we actually adults here? <laughs> Do you remember when the Ayatollah tweeted a threat at Trump? No. He like after Trump pulled out the the, you know, the nuclear deal, the Ayatollah tweeted being like, "There'll be um, retribution against the United States at Donald Trump." 
<laughs> yeah, I know. It's gonna start turning into like fucking like Trump's gonna take a real nice selfie one day and just post it with like fuck you, I told. <laughs> just that a little fe- felt cute. Might delete. Might delete this later. <laughs> we get like to the point where like selfies are gonna like dictate the course of like like we'll get like an announcement on like you know. Oh, it slowed down food food supplies. We're gonna go to food stamps with a fucking selfie of Trump. You know, <laughs> so we live in a we live in a world that's very much like like just changed. I think it's always been a thing. Like the the passing of information has always been kind of cool. I mean, you know, even like you look at like something like the Battle of Thermopylae or Battle of uh, Marathon, where like a guy ran twenty six miles to let the Athens know that they'd won. Yeah, and then you look guys. today, and it's like these guys are like tweeting at, and it's like it's just so less like it's so much less steam behind it, you know. <laughs> All right, do you want to do the the true or false to to round us out? Yeah, why not? Sure. Oh, be, be more enthusiastic, Darren. No, he's going to get fucking hammered. Is it, are these the same kind of questions as last time? Can. Yeah, Aaron. The, the fucking questions were grand the last time. There was one time in this show's history when there was fake questions, and that was the time Matthew beat me. I remember that one. All right, lads. I've had people in bars, like, and granted, like they're, like they've come up to me and they've been like, "Yeah, you were right. That was fixed." And that, like, that I've had that happen twice now. Did that actually happen? Yeah, but it was like it was like people we knew too. But it was it has like I believe I can't remember. I don't know who said it to me, but I've definitely had two people in psychosis come up to me and be like, "Yeah, you were robbed." And you know, a man wants to hear when he's like that? already king of the world. <laughs> At least we have someone you're like as fuck, and you're just like, "Yeah." And then someone comes up to you and tells you you were robbed, and like the one thing that's holding you back. Like, I, I go every night I'm out. I'm like constantly angry about that loss. <laughs> <laughs> He fuels his drinking with it. Fucking Matthew and just downs his glass of whiskey. Matthew's been home now, like, for about three months, and I haven't seen Matthew in about seven months. <laughs> I don't want to see him. I just, you know, like, you know, like your girl cheats on you and you just don't want to be around her. Like, is that that bad feeling? It's just that bad feeling I have now that it was robbed. I want to do a re- I want to ring Matthew up and do a rematch one day. All right, please. you got to call him when you're drunk, though, when you're drunk, in the middle of the night. Wait till I'm in Westport, and then I'll get both of us on. And, uh, Matthew's brother has a proper mic too, so we'll fucking we'll do it right. Do a rap battle, boys. I think too because Matt, Matthew's been like in like literally stoned for the last three months, so I think like literally you could ask him his name and he might get it wrong too. So I'm feeling confident. <laughs> uh, right. Okay, so <clears throat> true or false? Hitler and Stalin were both born on April twentieth. For real. False. It's false. It's one point to Darren. I knew that. Was it? It's false. Can't hear you. It's false. 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 I heard Darren. And. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, false. Right. Uh-uh. 37% of Americans know their mailman by name. No, 37% of Americans know their mailman by name. Uh, um, 
True? It's false. It's on point today. Or Sean. That's a false. Fair enough. Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, has hit 12,000 baskets in his career. 12,000 shots in basket. That's like a really exact number. I feel like it wouldn't actually be 12,000. It would be like 11,567. Hmm. We'll How many can? How many? 12,000. 12,000? 12, yeah. Shaquille O'Neal? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say false. What do you say, Sean? I agree. It's true. Shit. Fucking tall bastard. Fuck him. Let's go. Fuck this shit. Never During the French Revolution, they hanged the pig. Oh, no. This is fucking... But you cannot do a French question with Mr. France in the house. During the French Revolution, (laughs) they hanged a pig for its crimes against the revolution. True or false? False. What do you say, Sean? Um, This is... I wouldn't know. I have no idea. How would I I know that? Like, I'm going to say true just solely because... Uh, I'm going to say true... That's because I feel there's not many questions left, and we might as well separate us out. It is true. They hanged a pig because he uh, he attacked one of the fighters. He hit him. <laughs> so they you him. get a pig's neck. He's got <laughs> some thick necks. Like I think it would just slide right off. Like <laughs> they hung a pig for its crimes. They're trying to hang Eddie Hall. Just like this has nothing <laughs> to grip onto. All right, last question. You can. I can only tie. You can tie it, or you, Sean can win decisively. Albert Albert Einstein failed French. True or false? True. Sean says true. He failed French. Yeah. Did he fail French? Um. Almost might as well go against me, Darren, because if I'm right. Not gonna win anyway. Really be giving you advice. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh he failed French. I'd I'd say um true. It is true. He did fail French. Ah, it's the only subject he failed at school. Remember and he was uh, bad at languages because he was dyslexic. He was, yeah. It's the only thing he failed in school. There's a there's a myth that he failed maths and science, but it's not true. Well, he didn't do that great in them, did he? Though I've never written that. He wasn't like outstanding in his results. He just he was like did I mean, well. He was an A student, like but yeah, like he was also like in college in those days. Like it wasn't a case of like everyone went. It was a case of like if you were there, were already gifted. Like the the reason why they thought he was bad at maths and science was uh the guy who wrote the first ever uh, biography of Einstein, um he mistranslated the German grades. <laughs> um, he wasn't. He wasn't very good at German. He wasn't like fluent. He just had learnt a bit, and Einstein himself corrected him. Uh, he wrote a letter, but because because a lot of people just bought that book and then just read that, they never like they never seen Einstein's kind of letter. Yeah, yeah. It was hard for things to yeah. spread. Like it was published in like the scientific journal, and if you weren't going to be reading that, you didn't see it. 
so many of um, the worlds are kind of like almost just t- like given facts or false. Like even like small things in the Bible that were mistranslated that people like hold on to with reverence and they're not even like they're not even exactly what they're meant to be. You know, you go back straight to what was it written in? Like fucking. Was it written? Latin? I don't know. What was the Bible written in? Hebrew. Originally? Hebrew, yeah. You go back to uh, Hebrew and you... 2002. I think we just cut there. <laughs> yeah, I think we should just end it there. This has been the Council of Acts. got from 9-11 to 2002. And that's, that's, that's what we covered. One year off. Um, One year off. That that that's it then. All right, thanks for listening.